Welcome to the Blurred Buffet Podcast. Everything's kind of low. You want to start over? No, no, no. We can keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Okay. So, all right, go ahead. Take it away, Muffin. Uh, yeah, it's been a long fucking time since since what June? That's almost two months. And and let's be real, we haven't been consistent since April. Um, I'm okay with that. Life happened. Life happened real hard. Brian and I own a house now. That's exciting. I got a whole new job. 2023 has been my year. Got a new house that I own, a new job that I fucking love, and it's a challenge, and boy, have I been missing a challenge for years now. Um, losing weight, that's great. And it was my birthday, hooray. We need to take down that Pokemon banner. I threw myself a Pokemon birthday party, um, because you know your girl is a fucking nerd, and that ain't never gonna change, whether or not I'm recording the podcast or not. Ryan and I had an okay time at DreamCon. Just kidding, it was fucking great. Um, not so much the convention, but like getting to spend time with my two best friends, Chris and Franklin. That was amazing. Um, brunch was fucking fantastic both times. We went to what was it called? The eighteen sixty eight or eighteen eighty eight cafe. Yeah, it was something in the eighteen hundreds. We had a Texas shaped waffle and that shit was good. And then we went to a Steiner Ranch Steakhouse for brunch and that was on Lake Travis. And let me tell you guys, that venue is fucking gorgeous. But yeah, had a good time in our trip to Austin. But yeah, DreamCon, y'all need to hire a, an event planner or something. Somebody who professionally knows what they're doing, because uh, that was hectic. Uh, panels were too fucking full. We hardly saw anything. And then, and then my dumbass missed out on fucking Family Feud because I was dying of thirst. And I could have waited an hour. I could have, but you know, I went around and I saw some amazing cosplays, and I met. Uh, OMG, it's Nike Finesse, and Brian doesn't know his name, but he knows his face. No, I know OMG, Nike Finesse. I He's just fucking had, funny. I just wish you had a shorter name, so I could just, you know. Uh, finesse. I don't know. Finesse. I don't know. He it didn't, was... like, introduce himself to me, because, like, obviously I already knew who he was, because I was asking for a picture. He's just like, hey, you. <laughs> but I was like, hey, I love your content. You're fucking funny. And he was like, oh, you're such a sweetheart. I'm just like, oh. All right. And he was like, bye, beautiful. I'm just like, oh, oh. It was great. I, I saw the best, the best Garnet cosplay, and nothing will ever top it. It's Garnet in her wedding, fused wedding attire, and she looked so fucking amazing. Is there any cosplay that blew you away? Oh, uh, I gotta say, a lot of y'all dedicated out there. Couldn't have been me. Couldn't too, have been, ooh. Too hot, too heavy. I tried um, it one day, and I was still fucking like, hot. That's the, why I was so damn thirsty. The most wild one I saw, not saying it's the best, but I saw uh, Bakugo in his full get-up. Not only that, he somehow was able to, like, rig up, like, four or five missiles surrounding him. So yeah. He, he looked like he had... He looked a, amazing. He looked great, but, like, couldn't have been me, bro. Like, I, I don't know how the hell you got the security, number one. Um... Just, just, just good stuff. I would agree with Muffin. That Garnet cosplay is pretty cool. 
it, it just keeps getting better and better. It's just like, you know. Uh, I saw Ivan Klaus. She looked fucking great. Yeah, he, I, they look fucking great. Alright, as each year goes along, a new anime come out, obviously people just hop on a cosplay, right? Hell, I saw a couple of manga only cosplayers there, right? Mm-hmm, Bomb uh, Devil. Yeah, you know, so. You didn't see Bomb Devil. I did see Bomb Devil. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to that. So, yeah. Don't know if we're going to do DreamCon next year. Not only because, like a muffin said, it's gotten bigger. The venue's gotten bigger. It's in a whole different area now. But really, like I was telling, uh, it was either Chris or Franklin, right? He's like, bro, we've been there for like eight hours. We've seen two things. Like, the most time we're waiting in line. Yeah. Great. We spent a good amount of time walking around, seeing stuff, going to the exhibit hall, buying stuff and whatnot. But like, really for me, I think now that we, now that we know that in our area, in New Orleans, that they have an exhibit hall of their own, you know, that they're probably going to continue doing. I look for Dream kind of be more discussion-based and more just really, you know... Like, we were there for the content, yeah, and there wasn't enough. It wasn't enough, and like you said, you wait in line, and then you get in there, and then it's full, or it's not what you think it is, and, you know... Um, yeah, you probably just be best to walk around bumping into somebody. Like, I had a pretty good conversation with this dude, and I'm assuming it was his girlfriend, uh, talking about Attack on Titan because they have a cosplay as two scouts. Like, hey man, what you think about the ending? Are you manga? Are you anime only? You know, what do you think they're gonna do? Yada yada yada. And that was like a good five ten minute conversation. Bing bang boom, good stuff. Because really, uh, you know, that's what you're there for. I mean, yeah, you can admire the content and the panels are cool. And I, I don't really get you know uh, starstruck by, I guess you know, constant celebrities. But you know, I, I just want to talk to people about anime. You know, and you would think people going to these kind of conventions are really weave like, and they are, but you know, you gotta just find time to talk to people. There was a significant chunk of people who were there just to say that they were there, and it showed. Yeah. 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 I like, I, I, like, it may sound sexist coming from a guy like me, but like, you see, like, you know, like a certain chick, she's not cosplay, she just dressed like she's going out to like the club or something, like, bro, like, this may be your going out attire, just going out and about. Was like I don't know I don't get no weave energy from you you know what I'm saying like and the tickets are only like a, like general admission like what seventy five fifty dollars something mm-hmm. like that so we're we're not spending hundreds of dollars so you know bang anyone can go I mean it's so. fine going for the experience but I was like man I wish you weren't here taking up space because you you know that there are celebrities here and, and it's like cele- <laughs> celebrities in the sense of like like. Like you would think the world's a big place, right? I, I, there's probably like for instance, I know Savannah said, right? But I didn't know who Ryan Stott was. And your, your friend Chris, he was very, you know, happy. Obsessed. Very obsessed. <laughs> he has a really good following. I just never heard of him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I and I do follow I do have games people I follow on YouTube and stuff like that, but it's just like I know who Gideon is because I understand he's a big person. I I'm not following him whatsoever. I know who uh, Kai Sinat is because I understand he's a like the biggest Twitch streamer, but me personally, I don't follow, I don't know nothing about him. So it's like celebrity, like sure, but I think celebrity, you got the fame is very important, right? There's a lot of rich people out there who are just fucking like orthodox or whatever, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And for me, I feel like your boy Hector's around, he's walking around like he ain't nobody. He absolutely was, and I love it. He goes like Cleo Thomas, is the real name. But it's like still, like, goes by, it's his actual name. <laughs> you dress as a power line, you play holes, you play Hector's around, come on, huh? So, that's was- just me. Um, but yeah, that was a dream. I didn't know you were thinking about not going next year. I mean, it, it's just because really, actually, it's my thirtieth, and we're just trying to save up to go to Disney World. And it's just like, while the experience was fun, it just felt like okay, we didn't do anything. Like in terms of like what I'm looking for, I'm looking for like you know, uh, conversation, debate type things. And really, those panels are just too small 
for us to even get in there, number one. Yeah. You know? Because, like, the second time we went, there were a couple of panels we went to, you know, you engaged in them, you know, I was able to share my thoughts, you know, we're just being open about it, but this time It around, was way more manageable, and I think the issue is here is that both of us are, like, introverts, and that it's hard, and it's so easy to be overwhelmed and, like, not willing to stand in those lines and wait for something that you might not even get into. Like, we're not going to turn around and talk to our neighbor and make a good time of it. We're, like, we're just standing there waiting. Like, I was so pissed because the burlesque show, which what we saw of it was amazing, uh, but the fact that they were still letting people in and the show had started yeah. and we missed, like, a good 20, 30 minutes of it was so aggravating to me. I'm just like they need to manage this experience a lot better, and that's that's no like bearing on RDC World One because none of them are event planners. Right. They had a great idea. They need to outsource people who understand how to manage conventions right. of that size now because last year was fucking fantastic. Right. This year we had the fucking gold badges and it meant nothing. It, meant really nothing. <laughs> it, it didn't mean a damn thing because nobody was processing anything the way that it should have been done. But uh, I hope they get better. I know in 2025 that they're not going to be in Austin um, because the convention center is going under major renovations. Um, so they they won't be hosting anything there. So they're going to have to find a new city. And fingers crossed that they fucking come to New Orleans so we don't have to get a hotel. And we're getting platinum badges because like we're already saving money by not having to drive and get a hotel and do all the shit. Because we, we live 15 minutes away from the convention center. And that's going to be fucking beautiful yeah. if they come to New Orleans. Like, we're so close to Austin. Don't go to Houston. Get the fuck out of Texas. Come to New Orleans. Don't go to Shreveport. Don't go to Baton Rouge. Go to New Orleans. You want the party life because you want to do your after parties? This is the city for it. We're Austin, but dirtier and better. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I feel like, now nah, I could be wrong. But I feel like a couple of panels, a couple of events were very content creator heavy and this is what I mean it's like hey such and such is going to be here and that should be enough to I guess have a good time in this particular session right like you missed the family feud thing right yeah um, and while family feud in itself is funny yeah, the, the dances are funny it's, it's, you know, it's a good good show good concept but I didn't know any, I don't know anybody from T I know, know anybody from uh, with the team uh, team M T A M P. I don't know how you pronounce it right I know Agent Zero because he was a he's a he is was slash was basketball YouTuber I just kind of know him from a other smaller people, right? But I don't follow him, and I don't know him. And then, like, like I said mentioned before, Kai si- Kai Sinat or whatever, like the biggest Twitch streamer, Chris knew who he was. I'm like, okay, I don't know who he is, so I, I, I don't have any like, oh, he gave a funny answer. All I see is a dude with dreads. He gave a funny answer. Cool, right? Uh, obviously, I know RDC is, but like, you know, I mean, they to say that their convention, I really, we really got minimal, uh, minimal, uh, like, you know, what they call it, interaction with not one, but just like. Hey, uh, what are you doing, RDC? That you know that I want to see. It really was not that much. Yeah. Um, like, like I said, I really wish we got to see more smaller panels, but it's just so hard to do, especially when the building is so big. You got to kind of like manage your time, walk around, make sure you get in line in time, and even then, you know, it may get canceled, it may get filled up, you know. But it is what it is. I mean, we'll see about it. Uh, it's not something that I'm like, rushing to do now. Being three, I'm personally not like worried uh, about I'm it. I'm like, three years in a row going to Texas. Cool. Specific, I can still take a vacation in July. Doesn't mean I, I gotta go to DreamCon. Right? Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Um, but uh, the smaller thing we went to, I forget what's called. They call it New Orleans Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, it was NOLA Comic Con, yeah. and that was what the week in August twelfth. Yeah. Yeah, because that that two week period where I just 
celebrate my birthday nonstop because I don't give a fuck. And I'm a little bit of a narcissist, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, Noah Comic Con, listen, we it was at the Pondra Train Center in Kenner. Don't none of y'all know where that's at. It's all right. Don't nobody need to know about Kenner. Um, but it was a nice size exhibit hall. It was just an exhibit hall. There weren't any panels. They were interviewing a couple people, but it wasn't like any like real kind of structure where they should have had another exhibit hall for people who were like talking and having yeah. discussions and things like that. Um, but we bought so much stuff. Oh, yeah. I went the first day with my with my cousins, and it it was fun. Right. They thought I had lost my ever loving mind, and they're just like, "I think you've been body snatched because I don't think we've ever seen you this happy before." I'm like, "Listen, this is." This is who I am on the inside. Right. You don't get to see it that much because neither of you is as big a nerds as I am, but I'm coming to find that, yes, they fucking are. Right. It's just, like, not talked... Like, it's not emphasized in right. our relationship, and it will be going forward because, uh, I love having family who understands, and I haven't had that for the last 26 years. Uh, 27 years. Yeah. So, it, it's been a revelation. It's been fucking great. Um, you know what we should do? No, we can't do it because we're going to Disney World in October. I was like, we should go to AWA. See how that is. Okay. Um, Anime Week in Atlanta. Uh, oh, hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Home of the down, though. <laughs> you, say, you say AWA. I'm thinking of uh, the American Wrestling Association, which is also AWA. Okay, nerd. Um, <laughs> why would they have AWA and AWE? I don't like that. AWE. Not AWE. AWE all. AEW is all elite wrestling. So. Whatever. Anywho, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Noah Comic Con, it was nothing but an exhibit hall. It was like, listen, they had some real fucking talented people, and I feel like they were not selling their stuff at the actual price it would have cost <laughs> if they were at DreamCon in Austin. Like, that upcharge would have been insane. Yeah, this is New Orleans, so maybe they're adjusting something. Well, you know, I, I don't know. Cause we bought this, we bought a couple of dope prints. That were like you may get a dream come for forty five bucks, but this was like each. Yeah, but we bought shit for three for forty. Yeah, we have a we have an eighteen by twenty four fucking John Wick print, and we ain't never yeah. seen the movie. But it's John Wick sitting on a golden throne with his dog at his feet and splattered in blood, and it's so fucking high quality yeah. and good and well made. I have a fucking Evie bracelet that was gorgeously crafted, and each one of them is individually like. Painted and it cost me 20 bucks. I'm amazed by that shit. We have a whole bunch of Pokemon stuff that we bought. We I have like randomly a, a poster with just serial killers on it. Um, because I'm big into horror. I'm not gonna watch the movies, but I will listen to other people discuss them and joke about them and make me feel less intimidated by them. It's great. I love it. Uh but yeah, you have a good time at Comic Con? Well, Comic Con, yeah, spent a lot of money. It was good, good stuff, man. I mean, I, I think honestly, I, I saw more stuff that I wanted at New Orleans Con than at Dream Con. Now, granted, yeah. it, it could be because I was specifically there to buy things, right? But I don't know. It definitely found a lot of cool, cool prints. Uh, I I'm playing. You, you can't see it because we're not on camera. But I'm playing with this wooden box that this guy made. It's a regular, regular, uh, you know, seven, six hundred, yeah, six hundred cube. Uh, each, star, each one has the one of the Dragon Balls on it. Inside is the seventh Dragon Ball. Inside is a carbon of Goku and Vegeta. It is very well made. I it's mean, so well made, and it was done by, what do you say, lasers? Yes, done by lasers, yes, yes, yes. Shit looks Light. amazing. We have an Asta and you know shadow box that lights up with LED lights. Yes. And it's so well-crafted, and we spent 40 bucks on it, and it looks so damn good. 
looks so damn good. Uh, but yeah, so that's what we've been up to. But let's let's talk about what we've been watching. Uh, Chicago Bear. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Chicago Bear. It's not a show for that. That people don't want to hear about real life. Yeah, you don't know. All I can say is that I'm on season four. And I watched it about like four or five days. And I'm on season four. And I can't stop. But actually, I have stopped. Because, listen, season after season... It's the same plot lines with different people, and I'm kind of getting frustrated. So I think that's why I'm no longer watching real TV. Um, So yeah, I'm done watching Chicago Med. I know what happens, and I really want to get to it. But I, listen, they're falling into potholes that I don't want them to fall into. And I just have to be okay with it. No potholes. Okay. Like, like it, it's yeah. a big bump yeah. in the journey we're driving along. Yeah, because as of, as of right now, like, see, that's the thing. That's the thing, in my opinion, when it comes to medical dramas. Because Grey's Anatomy and also House fell into this trap. It hooked you in. And the Bones, too. And Bones is not a medical show, but you'll see what I'm going with this. It hooks you into the niche. Mm-hmm. It's just phenomenal. You get a lot of great cases. You get some interpersonal relationship. But at the end of the day, you realize, wait a minute. What is the show about? MC with Scrubs, sitcoms can get away with that because they absolutely it, it's literally just about the laughs, right? And they hit you with the hard moments every now and then, and the relationship really don't matter all this much, right? Um, now, see, just to go on a quick tangent, I, I look at Scrubs, look at like any other sitcom, look at Friends, look at How I Met Your Mother, look at New Girl, right? Big Bang Theory, all funny shows, right? And interpersonal relationships, but the only difference between that show and show like Scrubs is a niche that Scrubs can fall back on, which is the medical aspect of it. For me personally, I feel like all those shows I mentioned outside of Scrubs went too long because you realize, wait a minute, what is the show about? How long till we get to we meet the mother? How long do we finally like see, I don't know, see Amy and uh, Sheldon get married? You see uh, Penny and uh, Leonard get married? How long do we see Ross and Virginia? See what I'm saying? Now it's a waiting game, right? With Scrubs, even though we could say waiting on JD and Ellie to get back together, I'm still looking at these medical mysteries and medical marvels, right? intertwined with the comedy so um, my problem with Chicago Med and Grey's Anatomy is that they start letting their personal issues get in way of their fucking jobs and I was like if this were real fucking life and I know I need to suspend disbelief here but if this were real fucking life at least half the cast would be out of a job and that irks me so much because like I don't care if you guys are broken up you have a patient to treat whose life you need to save and here you are fucking arguing outside of their room. Like, do your job. Right. That might be also why I stopped watching 911. Because, like, I, I can watch catastrophes all day. But in terms of, like, something absolutely that, something I'm dedicated to watching day to day, it's like, okay, like, well, cool. And LaBeth's character and Bobby, I think that's the name. Bobby, they're married now. Cool. She has an executed husband. Like, okay. Really, it's, it's kind of down. It's funny because, like, you know how they say sex sells? And obviously these shows don't have sexual components. But it's just like romance. Know, like, okay, no. Sexual tension. Like, you know how people complain about when you have like kaiju movies and guys are like, oh, we don't care about the human. Yeah, I want to see the fucking monsters. Yeah, I hate to say, I don't care about your human. I just want to see this town get flooded with a tsunami. And in medical case, I want to like, see. That's all I want. I want to see a virgin birth. Uh, somehow she can track the HIV while being a transgender. Like, all, all, all this weird about you just fucking put together, right? Uh, so yeah, that's what Muckham's been watching. But from an anime standpoint, Ariana has the list here. She's going to go off and list stuff that we've watched since we uh, last recorded. And uh, I, I think it's a pretty good well mix. Uh, but go ahead. Yeah, if it will, let, let's start with what we finished last night because I 
I know you and I have different feelings about what we just witnessed. Yeah. Uh, working for God in a godless world, yeah. I I disliked it. No, dislike. I didn't hate it. I just didn't enjoy my time watching it. Okay. It was only twelve episodes. I will give it that. Um, so at least That's I only fun. had to sit through twelve episodes. But like the first the first three, I was all in. I was having a good time, and then it just like after after the Loki reveal for me, it goes all the way downhill. And I stopped enjoying myself because I'm just like, no, I, I like that character. That's who I was, like, counting on. And then I was just like, wait, are they friends or enemies? But it's more just like, like he sees her as an enemy, and she's just like, but I like you. Right. Here's, here's the thing about that show. Like, it's gonna, I'm not, I'm not conflicted because I know exactly what I want to say. It's just my words when I sound conflicted. The show is too short. For what they gave us. For what they gave us, which is like. What do you mean, Ryan? Well, I put it for twelve episodes, but like I, I, I get, feel like it could have been three hours. I, I, I feel like I watched twenty-four. Cause like here's a perfect example. Cause the comic got killed is also on this list, and I'll just talk about it real. Oh, comic got killed. I'll, just, I'll talk about it real quick. A comic got killed is twenty-four episodes, and the problem with working for a god in a godless world, while you can argue, hey, sometimes they don't give us enough information, they still drag on as bad. But I'm not gonna say they gave us too much information. The pace that it was going on, what you know, him introducing religion. You know, him, you know, working with Loki and all these other characters was fine. But I felt like what went downhill for me is when you try to introduce, they introduced three new Archons as enemies. Yeah, like the they last didn't know what happened so fucking fast. Like, whoa, you have Gaia, you have Dakini, and you have, uh, I forget the other one. Atta. Yeah. It was like, wait, boy. That's whoa. the one that's obsessed with ice cream. That's what you're yes, talking about. Yeah, yeah. correct, correct. And it's just like, wait, Loki seemed, like, Loki and also the Kappa beforehand seemed to be our main protagonist. Now, I didn't know that there was going to be a season, like, there may be a season two, right? There probably, there probably is. A part of the Mortar story. So I'm thinking, okay, the Loki review happens. You get a couple of quote-unquote filler episodes just to, for them, let's say, gain allies and do whatever you got to do. And the last three episodes, you fight and you defeat Loki and, and like, hit and, and uh, civilization restored. But since they did not do that, fine. But I felt like why introduce Loki and why introduce the revolution, the revelation of the world, if you're just gonna kind of just really, just I don't know, create these villains where you they kind of go, it all kind of feel like season finale villains. Every last one of them felt like it was the end of the show, and it yeah. aggravated the fuck out of me. And like I get it, long term anime do that with arcs, but yeah. we have so much world building and content in between these yeah. anime series endings yeah. that it feels better yeah. but for you to have like a series conclusion every other episode right. oh fuck no yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect, <laughs> the pacing was a major perfect food analogy people say you could enjoy a nice double cheeseburger right even a double bacon cheeseburger you know bun oh can i have a double cheeseburger we'll see bacon right. i only got one slice two slices of cheese so i only need one slice of cheese okay anyway point being is you know you got a bacon cheeseburger you got a bun two buns i mean two meats Bacon, right? Good stuff, right? Nice and filling. But then you have something like the Chick Fil A critter with that. I think I cheese at Brothers. Huh? Okay. They have that double down chicken sandwich where they eliminated the bun. Mm. It was just two pieces of chicken. It's like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on now. How do I eat this? A lot of meat in a sandwich, great. But to the point where we don't have we don't have bread anymore. Like, Ooh. this is what the show is. It's like, wait, hold on, you gave us a lot, but really, there's no filler because they, there there's no anything but. They didn't. They, they <laughs> didn't need to give us all of this because I feel like they would have set themselves better. Because for one thing, 
with her Loki's character, we found out that she went from, you know, basically kind of kind of pulling the strings. They kind of hinted at that. Now she has over like a million followers. And like, wait, how did she get this? How is she this strong now? Yeah, like, obviously like major spoilers. My bad. Um, But my, my issue with Loki is, is that like it wasn't made clear to me that they were enemies. Like or, Loki just like left. And it seemed like she was just going to go get more followers for Mitsuma, from what I understood. And, like, granted, I was on my phone. But still, she just kind of fucking left. And every time we've met Loki after her reveal, there is no threat. Like, Loki don't want to fight. Loki just kind of likes the main character. And not like, oh, I want to be with you kind of way. Like, no, I admire you and the the cult following you've created. And listen, cult podcast, you should really do this show. Um, y'all ain't listening to us. I get it. <laughs> um, but like, it it was it was too much, and you didn't. If you're going to have Loki be your end all be all villain, why are we seeing her so much in twelve episodes? Exactly. Like we like, obviously a longer show. We didn't see we saw pain a handful of times. We saw pain silhouette a couple times. We, we just, saw pain silhouette more than we saw pain. Right, and then when Aizen, you see Aizen, he goes off, you don't see him again until it, it's time, right? Uh, so Waco Mundo, they all screen him so often and, like, give yeah. the focus to his underlings. Yeah. We don't even know who Loki is working with. And then, and then, and then what bothers me the most is that early on, when they first go to the capital to, to like, she, like, steals uh, Mitsuma and what's-his-face, Yokito? Uh and they go to the capital, and she reveals the truth behind the emperor, and essentially says, "Yeah, the emperor's been dead. Um, we've just been functioning like this." But it felt like she was already the emperor. Right. That should have been the season finale, right there. Yes. Not. I'm not saying at that particular episode count. It should have been the twelve episodes, and that's how it ended. Like, mm-hmm. we, like we finally see Loki. She's uh, she's been running the stuff, and you. To the emperor, oh, the emperor's been dead this whole entire time because, like, Glenn or Clint's reveal yeah. is is yeah. like in like 30 seconds, exactly. and there was no lead up to it right. at all. No, so show could have should have been longer. I don't really campaign for shows to be longer, but and I only can campaign for it if you feel like we didn't get enough information. We got too much, we got too much information, like, bro, spread it out, man. It's like, like going to a buffet, you know, you feel it once, like, bro, you're supposed to go back multiple. Like that's that that's how I feel about the show. Out of five, I give it a solid. I give it a four for concept. I, like just for the overall show, I gotta give it a two and a half three because I'm not gonna mention. Out of ten, I, I don't do I do five. Ten t- a ten. I don't have that many criteria to really do a ten. You know what I'm saying? So I do out of five. It, it gives you a better idea. We created a whole scale, right? Yeah, we created a whole scale, but I still prefer out of five. Okay. Because I only really have five categories. So. so okay. What? That's fine. You can say it's fine. Okay. It's a one for me, dog. Because I'm fine. You can't say it's one out of ten. You can say one out of five. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm going with okay. yours. That, that's fine. Because if I do out of ten, I'm not gonna automatically give it a, a five out of ten. That means it's fifty percent. Yeah, it's not at fifty. It's a it's at twenty yeah. percent. It's a one. It's a two. Boom. Bing bada boom. Yeah. Well, let's move on. Okay. Bungo trade dog season four. God damn. Okay. I did not enjoy season three. Uh, it was okay. I did. I enjoyed the literary references. It did low-key remind me of all the shit that I was forced to read in high school that I absolutely resent mm-hmm. as an adult. 
um, and as a kid, because um, fuck that noise. I don't want to read Charles Charles Dickens. I hate I hate great expectations. It fucking disgusts me. This shit was so boring, and I fucking love reading. But don't make me read things I don't want to read. That's how you raise adults who don't like to read and forget the library exists, and we're not gonna go there. Let's move on. But Bungo Stray Dog season four, oh so good. Did you enjoy it? Well, before I answer that, take out season three. I think the show is is viewed more 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 better. I guess with a bad English, right? You you have a better opinion of it. Yeah, because it's just like at this point, number one, it could be my fault, but I I totally fell for that. Uh, Akashi was the main character. He's not the main character. He's just the first character we happen to stumble upon. Yeah. Like, uh, cool. Fine. Now, if I would have known, now granted, you know, it's fine. If I would have known this is more of an ensemble, every season is reflected around a different character. That's cool. I I, I, I can definitely get behind that. And normally, uh, I'm the one who like has like who un, like who knows way more about the show going into it and can prepare you for it. But I went to Blun- Bungo Stray Dogs completely blind, mm-hmm. so I didn't have any like framing devices to give you. Right, right. But season three is kind of weird. Cause season three was the one with Fitzgerald. That was that season. Mm-hmm. You sure? I feel like that's something after that. Because the Fitzgerald fight. No, no, no. It wasn't the Fitzgerald thing. There was something after that. That's when we meet Dostoevsky for the first time. Dostoevsky? Yes. Because the Fitzgerald thing where they find out Moby Dick. That happens. That ends. Is that season two? That, may that be. might be season two. Because okay. season three is more flashbacks. You have Dostoevsky. And then, like, Fitzgerald is already in the slums. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about the flashback where we find out about, uh, uh not, about Octa. Not Octa. God, what's his name? Uh, that not, not, that was good. That was good flashback. I think I enjoyed his flashback. I think we're specifically talking about like the Dostoevsky thing, and then like it was like they were trying to find Dostoevsky, and they were going through all of these like uh, it was like an underground type train thing, and they was in his room. They were trying to figure out his power. It, it was it was, it was real fucking weird. And I think the issue is is that they I don't believe we got much of a flashback thing in season two. Right. So going into season three and having half of it, mm. almost half of it being flashback, it, we, a viewer is like taken aback when you're not really prepared for it. Like they've just been sprinkling information here and there mm. and like hinting at things. But for us to have an entire flashback arc and then have something going on in modern day that's completely unrelated, eh, right. not, I, it wasn't for me. It's but then season four, yeah. like... I also did not care for the flashback arc. Oh, we're talking about what, uh, what, uh, the, the president and uh. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Mamba. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was hard. Uh, that was. I, I like the murders. That was fun. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like that. Like once again, it felt disjointed. But I understand that it's giving us more context for how they're about to hate right now. But everything after the flashback arc ends was impeccable. Right. It it was so fucking good, and this is the season where we get the least amount of Dazai, and he's my favorite character. But I didn't I didn't miss him. Right. Is that bad? No, it's not bad. It's good writing because like it's excellent writing. Because here's the thing. Now, quick aside, if they treated the me uh, finding uh, Dostoevsky for the first time as quickly as they treated this current JJK arc with the flashback, I think it would have been received better. Now there's a whole season, but it's like a half a season, and they immediately go to season four. You know what I'm saying? What are you talking about? Like, okay, like, JJK, current JJK, with the flashback, right? Fun. Five episodes. Yes. But the Shibuya incident is going to be... 18. Correct. I think that's how they should have did it with Dostoevsky because they gave him a whole season of basically nothing. What do you think? Yeah, because, like, what moves does he actually make? Correct. And then coming back in with him being a part of this yes. organization was yeah. a little disjointing. Exactly. I don't even remember what it's called. V. Five. 
I thought it was something with angels. Oh, 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 that. Oh, yeah, I forget what it's called. I don't know. Like, I didn't really care for that part, no, but no. the fact that they created this mass fucking conspiracy yeah. and framed the detective agency, it was it was so good and so engaging, I hardly looked away. Oh, yeah, for sure. So you, It was really so well done. Perfect World, five episodes of Dostoevsky in one of season four, it will receive better. Because now you get a taste of what he can do, because now, even though he's in jail most of season four, you know, you see him as a threat, and then the whole conspiracy thing still plays out as it does. Yeah. I feel, and also, a quick aside, that's why season one and two, the look back, is so important. This is why I talk about anime storytelling to be like wrestling sometimes, because we had Scott Fitzgerald and his crew, and obviously we had the poor mafia. They battled the detective agency, so now they become allies in season four, more they need it because they're getting their ass kicked, right? See yeah, it's, it's really like it's such a much it's yeah. a much more cohesive story than I felt right. leaving season three. Mm-hmm. Season four has really brought it together, and I can't wait to binge season five. I think we only have a few more weeks to wait because, um, like, I don't I don't think I'd enjoy watching Bungo Stray Dogs week to week. I'd right. I'd be frustrated in the waiting. Right. Um, but let's move on. Let's let's talk about shit that we did not finish. <laughs> when they cry. Oh, I forget the full name. Uh, Higurashi no Nakakorani. When they cry, yeah. go. Okay. Oh, that's the ghost part of the show. Go. Oh, okay. Uh, no, yeah. ghost part of the show, but also go. Oh, yeah. See, first, 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 second, first. It's not better than Tokyo Avengers than Erased. Why are bringing it up? Time loop anime, right? Uh, number one, it's just too longer. It's just too long for if you want to be go your erase route, right? And it's, it's not compelling enough to be as a Tokyo Avengers. Number one, um, the whole having a pagan god thing, that that's a cool concept. I think it'd be Shinto. Huh? I think it'd be Shinto and not pagan. Okay. Well, having that and having a whole like, hey, like, you know, they were the people trying to fuck up our village and we, we may or may not have killed them. Cool. Fine. But I feel like, number one, they hopped into it too quickly. Like, where, where did our main character come from? We Like, the first five seconds of the show, we see him... Either getting killed or killing somebody. Okay, it, it, you, you get intrigued, but then and my main issue with the show is they they portray they try to portray this cutesy shit in between. And, yeah, and it's like oh well, it, it's just like a it's a misdirect how dark it. No, no, no. There's a better way you can do that, right? Because like now it just seems too obvious. It seems too cutesy. It's almost like what are we doing here? Why do I care about their fucking school life or whatever they're doing? And it's like kind of the Meyer Academic situation. Your first three seconds in the movie and the undertone of what's happening, it, 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 it's more growing up than what you try to portray. And I just don't know what I'm looking at and following in terms of why do we even have a, uh, why is there even a time reset element? Because if it's strictly about, you know, there, there may be this God kind of thing and it's a sacrifice going on. It's, a, it's a cult. Yeah, that's fine, but I, the time element doesn't belong there. You can have the cult and sacrificing type shit. You can kind of play it as Game of Thrones and only mean it's in this instant. You have a character you think you're following, and bam, my main character gets killed, never see him again. You kind of move on, yada, yada, yada. That's the kind of thing I, I would have preferred to see. This show, it, 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 yeah, just no. This yeah, is- Brian didn't like it. I'm also not going to finish it. It was too disturbing, especially for when I really, really wanted to be watching Kuma 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 Bear. And I'm going to talk about that real briefly because cause that, that show was fucking adorable. And that's like the the best way to put it. It was funny. It was engaging. I fucking loved it. Um, I have Tomo Chan on this list, but I think we reviewed that already. Uh, Demon Slayer season four. 
They did a bunch of. I thought you were talking about Kuma 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 there. Really. I just did. Oh, that was it. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was it. Oh, okay. <laughs> It was cute. It was 24 episodes. It was fucking adorable. Right. I hope they come back for season three. Here's the deal. We've seen, we've read Demon Slayer. We're done Demon Slayer reading it, right? So none of this is new to us. We're just watching it to watch it, right? Yeah. Uh, Demon Slayer, like I said before, our previous episode where I made my hot take, basically coming down to seven other sins, I think is better than Demon Slayer, right? Demon Slayer, I think the world is starting to see that is heavily carried by his animation. Shut up. The niche is starting to wear off. Just shut up. I, 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 I'm not going to say I was the first to first guess this, but I like it's just like what we said about this, the, the hospital shows early on. You can make the face all you want, but really, what is this <laughs> show about? Like, we, we, we see Muzan at the beginning of the show, not the beginning of the show, but we see Muzan, we know that it's a world full of demons, right? And like, we understand that demons, you know, most of them just want power. Most of them just want to stay alive. Some of them, you know, moves on just forced to stay alive type shit, right? All the upper moons have compelling backstories. That's cool stuff. But what is really, why do I em- empathize with Tanjiro's character, right? Uh, you can say because his parents, his family got killed, sure. His sister's a demon, sure. But, like, how does that play out in the story? Like, for instance, Naruto's a much longer show. I understand different generations. But you can look at something like Naruto and like everybody in his village looks at him as a monster. And until he saves the village a couple of times, we look at him as a hero. Cool, right? And it also the ninja world they live in yields itself to black and white gray mortality, gray morality. Demon Slayer is like, it's cut and dry. We're out here to kill demons. Cool. But now granted, like I, I, I understand I can have my own opinion about the show. But you know, people, when it, I was late on the Demon Slayer train and watching it, People making it seem this is like the next big thing. This is like a big three level. This is like a brotherhood level. Is it gonna be better than Attack on Titan? Attack on Titan was starting to collect steam at that point as well. And it's just like while the animation is beautiful, Fairy Face Zero was beautiful too because both Ufordable also make that show, right? So I and the music is great, but for me the story has it, it is like literally the epitome of like you go into a restaurant five star. The plating is beautiful. You know, oh, this meat is from like the rarest part of the animal, or whatever. But it tastes just like fucking sirloin. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> you know? But and I, I'm disappointed. I, I really am. I know how it's going to end. The Infinity Castle arc is going to be amazing stylistically. Did I, you that, did you feel the same way reading the manga? Uh, I was definitely like I said, I was definitely into it when it came down to the uh, Infinity Castle arc, like the last part, right? Uh, when it came down to reading it, what the, the current, the arc we just got finished by the Swordsman arc, is different, right? Because you're reading it, and it's like, oh, cool, these abilities are happening, you know what I'm saying? You're getting these background, these backstory characters about what you're reading and whatnot. But I think the only difference is here, I didn't read all of Demon Slayer. I read half of it, I watched half of it in terms of exclusively, exclusively right? So it's hard to say whether I felt disappointing in reading it if I read it the whole entire time. Do you think you'd feel the same way about season four if you never read the manga? If I never read the manga, would I feel the same way about the Swordsman arc? Yeah. Uh, if I never read it, I probably would feel the same way because like, I didn't read the, uh, what you call it, the Entertainment District arc either. That arc was the pinnacle how beautiful that show was in my opinion. You just came off what people would consider the killing of the best character in Rengoku. Um, you know, and at this point we're starting to get a, we started to see Hashi a little bit more. We're about to get into the upper moons, you know what I'm saying? Because outside of Rui, who's a lower moon, I forget how that works, you know, he's he's one of the weak he's, he's mm-hmm. not yeah. 
we're getting to six and five, right? We already saw Ock as a at number three, but that was part of the moving train. That was a quick little thing. So now, like, okay, we gotta up the ante. And really, the only thing, only thing I think they did to up the ante was double the upper moons. <laughs> double the upper, yeah, double upper moons. Now I will say, I do. Now, granted, it's a situation where we don't know anything about Agatha to that point. If you haven't read the manga, you know nothing about Agatha right now. Anyway, so Daki and her brother, their backstory was great. I think the best to that point thus far, and from an anime standpoint, right? And the animation continued to be better and better because beforehand you had Rui, you had the Drum Devil, you had those two demons who were trying to capture uh, Nezuko at the, uh, the doctor's house and whatnot. So I think this is the entertainment district in terms of anime. It's the peak of the show until you get the Infinity Castle. Now they can, they can yeah, it does. It I absolutely agree with you. It drags. It, in a perfect world, I, the Swordsmith Village arc wouldn't be a thing. Right. It, it just wouldn't be because, like, really, it, it, it falls. It's funny because it falls into this trap. People say Dragon Ball Z got grandfathered anime, right? It, I, it definitely not the best. Nef, not Definitely not by these standards because of how long the show is, how long the fights are, and whatnot, right? So you go away from that. You have more anime with more story in there, story elements into it, right? Because Brotherhood is very story heavy, has a lot of good fighting, but mainly about the story. Attack on Titan, I feel like, became one of the goats based on his story and then the the, 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 the hitting car hitting came, came out later on i feel like demon slayer it's all hard hitting and it's so beautifully drawn and it's more concise you don't get like 10 episode fights but that doesn't excuse the lack of story the lack of depth in between yeah and, and, and especially like oh what about the back what about the moons their backstory cool but it's very formulaic man and a lot of them aren't very compelling no it really isn't but like, it's okay because it's all going to change with the Infinity Castle arc. And while, yes, there still won't be as much, you know, that no, that's not true. Everything changes in the Infinity yeah. Castle arc. We get emotional motivations on both sides of the fight. And it, everything is happening so fast that it's going to be so engaging that we will not be able to look away now. Oh, what no, they correct, better yeah. not do is come back with another 12, 13 episode season. The Infinity Castle arc needs to be done I think it's, all the, together. I think it got announced as a three-part movie, like a three-part. No, that was just a rumor. It's been oh, discredited oh, now. Okay, right. um, but it, yeah, we, we can't take breaks. It needs to be all at once, back to back to back. Mm. Do not split it into parts. Do not fucking do that. Let it end. Because this is the time where the momentum is key. Because we will be moving in between fights, in between Hashira and Upper Moons, and Tanjiro and friends take a back seat. And it's going to be wonderful because, like, the Stone Hashira, the Wind Hashira, and the Insect Hashira are three of the most compelling characters for their fucking fights. They have so much about themselves going into it and knowing that like from the jump that the Stone Hashira is supposed to be the strongest Hashira, the strongest Demon Slayer going up against number one Moon and his whole fucking backstory, y'all are not prepared. It's going to be great. It's going to be impeccable. Let's move on. To uh, I was gonna consider like us talking about our rewatch of Assassination Classroom, but I honestly don't want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> you don't want to hear my thoughts? No, not on not with recorded evidence. I know how you felt after watching it. How did I feel after watching it? Huh? How did I feel after watching it? Like it was good and it was worth the rewatch, but like you, you definitely felt like it was lesser. Like you would put it lower now that you've rewatched it. 
No, that's not fair. I like okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll respond to that real quick. That's not fair. No, I'll, I'll, I'll respond to that real quick. But I just wanted to say, I think if Tokyo Ghoul's manga, just quick aside, got animated how the manga is written, it would be considered better than Demon Slayer. I, I, I particularly yeah, absolutely, it'd I be pers- considered better than a lot of the shit we I, watch. Yeah, I particularly don't think it's close because just in terms of I'm comparing the monster of demon to ghouls, you know, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I just don't. So that's that. But the answer to the question about says in the classroom, I don't think that's fair. In terms of saying, hey, I rewatched the show, now it's lower. I know, no, I, I try not to be that way because I know, like, it, it irks me when it comes to when sports fans do that. Like, hey, I rewatched this using 2023 eyes. Like, come on, bro. Like, obviously, like, they call it an error tax, right? So you call it like a, like a first time watch tax. Basically, I'm taxing it heavier now because I've watched it a second time. I've seen different concepts, different anime. I know what I guess appreciate more and whatnot. Eh, no, I keep it where it's at. I, I do, I do. I do uh, uh, stand on the fact I think it's a little bit too long. That's that, but that's not a, a strictly that show criticism. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was just a little too long because I think it dragged out at certain points. Once it reaches peak, when you get to the the beach part where they try to kill Cora Sensei and that larva thing, and then like you get kind of like reveals later on that old uh, old green haired girl is the sister of yeah yeah that's cool. Condition down. That's my only thing. It doesn't make make it look lesser in my eyes. It's just now I guess I have a more episode count in my head, and that's the only thing, you know. So, um, yeah. Let's let's talk about the two things that I think you've enjoyed greatly. Okay. Maybe maybe one I'm wrong, but one I know I'm fucking right. Let's talk about a comic I killed first because okay. the one I know I'm fucking right, I'm saving that shit for last. <laughs> um, oh. All right. How do you feel about a comic I killed? A comic I killed was great. It was really good because, like, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Number one, uh, this, is, this is a stupid thing. I'm like, okay, like, interesting how they choose a comedy as the name of the show. She's not the main character, but she's definitely the strongest character. I can understand that. That's just something like, okay, you know, it's one of those mindfuck things. Like, you call Naruto Ninja Wars or something like that. You call it, you know what I'm saying? It's no big deal. Uh, I would like to have seen more, like, more, I guess. No, you know what? No, I wouldn't want to see more weapons. Because, you know, I guess to, like, Nin situation when you start explaining how these different weapons work, appropriate amount of weapons, appropriate length of the story. I like Esdeath's character because she didn't seem she did not seem too strong. She obviously had a weakness in the fact that like you know she wanted something more that she couldn't control. She wanted to experience love, which she made some people roll, roll their eyes on it, roll their eyes at an anime. I fucking love it. But I fucking love it. You know what I'm saying? It was great. It because like it wasn't like you know like Urza type thing where. She just falls, hands and knees over Jalal, a granddad, a child, her friend. But at that point, she's kicking out and taking names. And now she can't fucking beat the Jalal. And then not, you know what I'm saying, type thing. So, and her final battle with Akame was great. It was so good. Yeah. So good. And the fact that I didn't even mention, like. The I, ending like, is so good. Yeah. I appreciate how, like, they kill off a lot of characters, too. It's like, this show is short. And like, come on, we're not gonna do a fucking, we're not gonna do a sequel. Come on, we're killing these characters. They're gonna die, and like, all of it was just really well. Placed. A comic I kill is one of my formative anime. Um, right. Came out of a similar time with Attack on Titan, but it really defined what I look for in anime as an adult mm-hmm. and like as a as a fan, as a weeb. Like, I need consequences. I need your actions to fucking matter, and no other anime. Than a comedy got kill has ever struck the landing so stuck the landing so fucking hard. Right. It was up uh, so damn 
good. And I, in, in terms of like consequences and world building and what, I always compare everything back to uh, a comic got killed. Like I need, like, and that's why, that's why I won't, I, I low key won't stand for Demon Slayer standard. And I know it's carried by that last arc. I know it is, and everything, everything like leading after moving train and in between, and in between the the final round of battles is a slog to get through. But the fact that they did what a Kamigakil does and toss these people aside, because at the end of the day, this is life or death, and it will determine how the world looks going forward. Ah, oh, fucking love it. It's it's so damn good, and I thoroughly enjoyed rewatching it with you. Um, it was it was just fucking good, and that's a that's an era of anime that we don't really revisit that often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there there's one more from that era that I would really like adore, like getting to watch with you, but it's not streaming anywhere, and I'm so fucking sad. It's it's called Darker Than Black. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I heard Darker Than Black, and that it's another show that just like Attack on Titan and the Comic Got Killed had fucking consequences because like around around 2013, 2014, 20. 15 and 16, a lot of these smaller anime weren't taking fucking no for an answer. And they, they, they were writing down names in their little death notes and just killing people off. And I, fuck, I adored it. And everything going forward, like, is judged by that standard for me. Because that was the time I was graduating high school. I was in college. Like, I wasn't, like, afraid of being one of those anime girlies. I was in college. I didn't give a fuck about what nobody thought about me. So I'm just gonna dive right into it. That that was my era of true weavedom. It was great. But yeah, we need to watch Darker Than Black and a couple other things. And once they're streaming, we will be watching them. But let's talk about the creme de la creme yeah, well, of this of this four month hiatus. Yeah, before, before you reveal what it is, I just one more thing on comedy I killed. I'm not afraid. I would have to look at our our top anime list, right? But it gives me it gives me brotherhood vibes because like it's it's concise, for, it's well yes, written. Yes, yes, all that. There, there, there's nothing bad I can say about a comedy got killed. It's just like I know it's not better than Brotherhood, right? That that I think that goes without saying. Nah. But but there's nothing bad I can say about the show. So honestly, for me personally, it, it's in my top six, seven favorite stuff to watch. Uh, in terms of best anime, I gotta have a list in front of me, and then I can go from there. But I wouldn't be. That'll be another episode. I, I wouldn't be. A, to put in top 10 like yeah i probably wouldn't be but yeah go ahead i'm kind of, kind of i don't know what the hell sh- i don't know what you saying. don't know what I, it is I, I don't know man. you absolutely should i should come on brian hold on action fantasy <laughs> you had one hell of a time watching it Every episode, uh, you were enjoying the fuck out of yourself, uh, and I can't believe you're blanking like this. Oh wait, not prison school, huh? Oh shit, we haven't talked about prison school. <laughs> wait, oh, I don't want to talk about prison school. We watched prison school. It was a time. Um, never was, going back again. I watched it because they said I watched watching this other video. Twenty anime that just make you die laughing. And that was, it, it, it's very lewd. I would not recommend. It's so lewd. I would not recommend anybody fucking see it as a prank because like they're like. Brain. What are, what, what are you watching? I consider us Yeah, can't do it, bro. It it was hard. It was so hard. I I, I can't look at boobs the same again. It's not prison school. You and I both enjoyed watching this show. Are you ready for the reveal? Yeah, go ahead. You're gonna you're gonna kick yourself 
and I'm watching. Now, here's um, the thing. If it's, if it's a show that I thought we already talked about, then I don't feel as bad. But go ahead. It's Mashal. Oh, Mashal. Oh, see, you know, we just got finished watching. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's a show that I forgot about. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. We watched it before. We watched it before. Uh, yeah, we literally just, forgot. Yeah, we literally just watched like a week ago. Like a week ago. It's, it's, see, it's only because... I thought it was something that I, I blinked on. I thought you were going to say Blue Lock. We didn't talk about Blue Lock. I thought you were going to say Tokyo Avengers. We better talk about Tokyo Avengers. So I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck is going to be? What we watched in the last three, four months. Well, that I more think, accurately, we watched in the last two weeks. But yeah. Then, whatever. Yeah. That, that's encompassing three, four months. Yes, that is. I think is the, the height of Brian enjoying himself <laughs> and enjoying being an anime fan is yeah. Mashal. Well, Magic and Muscles. Well, look here. And we all know this, it, it, it's a predecessor honorary to Mob Psycho and One Punch Man. This is the exact same vibes. And we know how much fuck I love those shows. And like, within I don't the, think we've ever really talked about both of them. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, together. No, not together. One Punch Man. I mean, it's, you know, One Punch Man. Uh, I just got finished playing Hogwarts Legacy with that last year, so I definitely have the whole magical vibe and, like, you it's know. There's so many Harry Potter references. Yeah, it, it's so many Harry Potter references. It's fucking great. I appreciate how Mashal is uber strong. I appreciate, I guess, what's going on, like, in terms of being uh, a visionary. I forget what they call it. What they call themselves. They call themselves uh, Divine Visionary. That's, mm-hmm. that's what they're going for. Um, and unlike Mob Psycho and unlike One Punch Man, there's a goal that our guy Mash is trying to get to, right? Trying to become a divine visionary so he can create a world where people who don't have magic can live peacefully, right? And that's the only that's the only difference between the two shows. Obviously, they're both overpowered characters and they really lose. And I really appreciate it. I don't think, to this point, I've seen a show that's an overpowered character that doesn't lose do it badly, right? Yeah. Um, they're, it's, it's ironic. You would think that would be really hard to do. Maybe it is. Maybe it's really good at it. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Mash is fucking phenomenal. It's hilarious. Uh, there's nothing really bad I can say about it. <laughs> it's a 9 out of 10 for me. It, 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 it was fucking I, great. The audacity of him getting away with him doing regular stuff. Uh, Can't wait for season 2. I guess see, all for, this, is, this is what I talk about when I say I appreciate concepts more in anime. That's why I want to give stuff a try. That's why I want to give that, that No Cry Show a chance. That's why I was willing to give uh, the show we just watched, what is it, uh, uh, Goblin and Goblin's Wall Yeah, Word of Um I, I can't say that I'm a fan of all the characters. Uh, in MASH, um, the characters are straight, right? But the concept of you have a character who doesn't use magic and he lives in a world where magic is like key answer. It definitely gives you Black Clover vibes. Yeah. But unlike Black Clover, Asta can use magic, but he can't use magic. Like, yeah, it's just anti-magic. It's, anti-magic yeah, is, exactly. is, is magic. Yeah, like, not, it works the same way. Correct, correct, correct. So it's a little bit different in that aspect. Especially and, now. Like, and, listen, we're going to do a manga update. I'm going to I'm gonna do a manga update. I know Brian's not current on many, on any, except for Detective Conan. And listen, I need to talk about everything that's fucking happening in One Piece, everything that's happening in Black Clover, because we're in the era of chaos and everything that's happening in JJK. Uh, it's just going to be me ranting for probably about two hours, but we shall see. Um, because Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, Mashal, absolute like four, four and a half out of five stars, because uh, uh, impeccable, like no notes. Shit was entertaining, it was fun, like, it was entertaining, it was funny, and it was compelling. And I love the characters, and I love, I love every piece of it, like, I, I can't complain. It was great. Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, that, that's been our catch-up episode. We will be back to our regular schedule-ish. Um, we might go bi-weekly, just because, like, 
we're getting a little slower with watching our anime and we're, we've gone through a significant amount of our of Brian's topics to discuss um and I don't want to put out content just for the sake of putting out content um oh yeah that's how all my YouTube got burned out they even talked about stuff we really want to talk about yeah so this is episode 75 um We'll see. You, we'll talk to you guys again in a couple weeks when we've built up some more things and you know reworked how we want to do the show. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and sticking with us. If you uh, have friends and family out there that are blurs, that are just fucking nerds, you know, share the show. We're gonna talk about a whole bunch of shit, and I'm looking forward to the next season. Thank you and good fucking bye. Like I said, good night and later.